You are now listening to Rise and Bougie. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Rise and Bougie. This is our second episode, so numero deux, and I'm here with my co-host. Uh, okay, firstly, thank you guys for interacting with the first episode. Thank you for your feedback. We appreciate it. And, you know, just look out for um, new episodes every Thursday, fortnight, no, fortnightly Thursday. So that's two weeks, every two weeks on Thursday. Um, before I start, I'm just going to um, hand over to my co-host so they can introduce themselves formally and properly. Uh, okay, who wants to go first? Don't all rush at once. Take it easy. Can we raise our hands up? Just go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hi guys. My name is Halima. Our friends call me Lima. Um, I think I introduced myself last podcast. Anyway, yeah, so I'm into psychology. Psychology interests me. What I'm a mass philosopher. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. My Hello. name is Lola. Lola Jagmo. I'm an actress, writer. Um, some people will say I'm a part-time comedian. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, that's what I am. Full-time. Maybe not full-time. It was too much pressure. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. Oh yeah, now. Hi guys. My name is Vicky. Also known as Vicky Sola. I am, what am I? We're going to read, have to redo this because I lost, I lost, I lost my track. So, hi guys, you should get all of our Vicky Sola, also known as Victoria. Emma, cut me up, you guys know my man, so tell me. You have gone off, my intro. what counts. Read my intro, I have to do this again. Okay, stop. Hi guys, it's your girl Olua Vicky Sola Larson and as Victoria, welcome to Rise and Bougie. Woo! <laughs> you guys, man. Okay, well, let's move on. I just wanted everybody to introduce themselves so you can like get acquainted with our voices, so you know who's who, you know. Obviously, you all know me, Ajika, Ajika, Ore, Orayo. I mean, too much, plenty of names, too much names. Pick one, whichever one you want. But yeah, yeah. um... So I'm obviously your host and joining me are my co-hosts and we'll be joining you at like I said every two weeks on Thursdays. Um, right, so today um, our topic, we'll be talking about growing up Nigerian or parenting the Nigerian way. Um, we'll say Nigerian because obviously we're Nigerian, that's what we can relate with. I'm sure most African kids or most Africans can relate with what we're going to talk about. But obviously we're Nigerian, so we're just going to stick to Nigerian. But before I... Before we go into today's um, discussion, I just want to like touch on something really quickly. Obviously, we all know there's an ongoing pandemic and there's so much going on. And obviously, our parents subscribe to the University of WhatsApp. And um, I just want to I just want to like caution everybody because a friend of mine literally shared a story with me. So this lady wasn't feeling too well, or um, she obviously you know was following the broadcast that everybody was sending. So you know how they've been sending podcasts saying or put onions on the corner of the room or boil um lemons and honey and whatever and like well this lady boiled um pineapple skin and lemon and all that but she's diabetic so because of that Mm -hmm. thing that she that she um you know did together she actually died from uh, her underlying condition so i just want i just like this is not to like you know obviously um point fingers labeling whatever it's just to make sure we're all aware of the things that our parents are boiling let's literally be aware because our parents have underlying lots of our parents have underlying conditions they have high blood pressure they have um, you know some are diabetic let's be careful and um if you need to tell your parents off tell your parents off tell them that i said i should tell you off come don't send them to me yes send them to me anyway my mom's already been told off she knows not to do those things she doesn't forward messages at that Good, time. Because <laughs> we need to be very careful we need to be very careful yeah. this lady lost her because of what whatsapp has been sending around so let's just be more careful let's just be more you know um yeah more careful right let's enter let's discuss let's uh-huh, you know okay i'm gonna throw a question now and anybody can answer um my first question for you guys is what was your childhood like so talking about growing up nigerian what was your childhood like i'm triggered 
<laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm triggered. I, <laughs> I don't want to talk about the it. Only time I could ever remember my mom beating me, I was a liar. I can, I can love Africa. <laughs> when I tell you, she beat it out of me. She really oh. beat it out of me. Like she was not having it. That was probably the only traumatic bit of my childhood. But apart from that, it was your typical Nigerian childhood. But I can lie. My mom beat, she beat me. Hey. Mm. Vicky. At least things were better after that. <laughs> For you to say you can lie. Things are better. She beat it out of you. Oh, Yes, um, for me, I haven't, do you know, I, I was actually a pretty good kid. I won't, be, I'll be, I won't lie. I was very good. The only time that my mom ever really smacked my bum, she bought me this laptop, VTech laptop. I remember she bought it for me. Oh, I remember those ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. VTech laptop. And there was one day, I don't know what spirit made me lose that laptop. Oh. And I thought I can come home. Oh, I said, oi. My name's Oi Lala. Where is that laptop? I saw, started seeing stars. I think um, at six, I thought I could fool my mum, boy. The way that hand came round my face. After all the money I spent on that laptop, it was at my auntie's house. But I just didn't know, I just couldn't recall. And that's the first time that I knew that, Lala, pick a struggle. It's not everything you should be losing. (laughs) Yeah, it's not everything you should be losing. There's some things you lose. Lo- just lose weights. Well, don't uh, lose. Just don't lose. I'm just saying, baby. I never listen. For me, my child. When I was, uh, I was one of those because obviously I, I um, half and half in it, half in Nigeria, half here. And I mm. remember back in Nigeria, I was like one of those sheltered kids, like. You know, you're at home, you go to school, the school box, the school bus picks you up and then they drop you back home and then you get back home, they lock the gate in the house, you're not going anywhere. Like my mum never allowed us to play out. Like, play out where? Mm. What do you Why are you playing with? Where are you going? So I was literally come out from school, do your work, watch a bit of TV, go to bed. But in terms of beats, like my mum didn't really smack me. What they used to do was they used to shout at me. And I really hate being mm. shouted at. If you shout at me, I'll start crying. Like I'm one of those yeah. kids. So even as an adult, yeah. please don't shout at me. Please, yeah. I beg. That's how we remember. Well, actually, on the occasion that my mom has actually laid hands on me, I deserved it. Like, my mom hardly smacked. So if mom beats you, you needed it. Like, you really, mm-hmm. really needed it. You needed that wake-up call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, yes. Like, you actually have to, like, be smacked. Um, that's what I can remember, actually. Hmm. Ooh, Sorry, guys. Don't say Benny. No, something something dropped. I think with me, my childhood pretty much is the same thing. They used to call us our almost get inside, you know? Yes, you go to it. school, you come back, you stay in the house. Yes. And if you live in the house, is it that you are trying to go to Ilekil because I'm Muslim? Is it that we're trying oh, yeah. to go to Ilekil? Mosan Ilekil, man. Oh, no, don't be a bastard, Similara. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. My dad is actually quite strict. And my mom, she's a little bit soft. So I can't remember her actually beating me. But my dad, that guy is a no-nonsense guy. He will beat you from now to tomorrow. If, mm-hmm. if that's how it can get... I mean, I was stubborn. I was like a goat. <laughs> so it's, understand, it's, understand, it's understandable. Even now, I'm still stubborn. But they didn't, clearly, they didn't beat it out of me. You know, it runs in the family. But my point is, childhood... I mean, typical Nigerian house. But um, when it was good, it was good. We say stay at home, you have to stay at home. If you don't stay at home, you know, you know, what's, you know what's happening. So Okay. Yeah. What, was, what, what were some things that happened when you were younger or some things your parents did that you didn't like? Who wants to go first? Come on, that's that one. It's so, it's, it's like, like you, Ray, like I was born in Nigeria and I was raised there as well. So, but the thing with me is I didn't really live with my parents. Like I lived with them, but it was like, I was, you know, when you just, they just ship you around. So I was, that was auntie, me as well. I was back in, I was in the village. I was in the city. I was just up and down, up and down, up and down. So 
I had a very interesting childhood. Like I've got a lot, I've got stories for, stories for days, village stories for days. But you know what? Like it all, it all, it's all brought me to where I am today. So mm, I kind of appreciate cool. it. But at the same time, ah, the beating that my mother beat me. I think for me, there isn't really anything. I, I had a great childhood. I can't, I can't, there yeah. isn't anything that I can really say that, about that my parents, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's true. It's true. I, there isn't really anything I can say that my parents did that I'm still holding. I'm looking at them now and I'm just wanting to put something in their tea just to get them back. I don't have anything like that. that. But, but, but what I will say is growing up in my area, we were the only Nigerian family. Mm. A lot of my friends growing up, I had Shinko for Chinese. I had Oibo. Mm. I had then, you know, mixed race and stuff like that. So my yeah. house was that house that you will be able to smell my mom's obe from the street. <laughs> so you'll be able to smell that chicken. So my house was that kind of gathering where you'd get, you know, my little Emily's and Susan's talking, oh, can I have some chicken, please? What's that? Is that jollof fries? So I, my house was that house where kids kind of want to play. And my mom used the opportunity to say, oh yeah, try this, try that. After, after a while, my dad said, don't stop giving these children food up before they go and tell their mom that they're eating. <laughs> we didn't yeah. want to wahala because my mom's hand is, and pepper as well. At that time, my palate can take pepper. But I don't know if Emily's palate can go and take Pepe. Before she yeah. goes home and says, my mum says, Emily, why is your face red? And she said, oh, <laughs> I went no, to no, no. Lola's house. So, you know, that was the only really thing. But it was, it was all kind of good for me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have any. I okay. Know. I mean, for me... I kind of held on to some things from my childhood because like Vicky, I moved around a lot. Like I lived with my grandma, I lived with my mom's sister, I lived with my mom's sister-in-law, I moved schools a lot. It's like I went to, fun fact, I actually went to um, four primary schools and three secondary schools. Like that's how like hectic it was. So like I held on to that a lot. Like it was only recently that I had to like unpack it because I'm like, you know, like, you know the same things like you like I think don't realize, but when you're young, like your 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 memory or your body actually keeps like it keeps track of everything that's going on. Mm. And when you like as an adult, it's gonna it's gonna hmm, let's not even talk about abandonment issues. I don't have it. I mean, no, I mean maybe I do. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna discuss that. You have to cast <laughs> combined that kind of issues, man. That's not what But honestly, I feel like for my that's one of the things I held on to was the fact that I didn't really live with my parents when I was young. You know, I moved back mm. and forth. Um, that's one of the things that I would like to do differently when I bring up my kids. Like I've always, yeah. I've always said, kids are not living with anybody. My kids are not living. They're not living with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the, <laughs> the only place they can even go is maybe they go to my mom's house or my husband's mm-hmm. mom's house. That's it. Like, yeah. Apart from that, they're staying with me and they're not going anywhere. I think that's one thing from my childhood that I didn't really like. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I would say I had a very good childhood in terms of I didn't lack for anything. Like went to private schools, you know, had the best of everything. That VTech laptop mm-hmm. thing, which I had, you know, all yeah. had, you know, there was these things that make you kids mad. Like you play with, like yeah. honestly, even I was in Nigeria, like I had, like my aunties were here. They would send stuff, you know, yeah. to Nigerian stuff. So you had the best stuff, and you'd always, you know, yeah. as I'm getting that now, you'd always show off to your friends for school. You know, <laughs> I think I'm not gonna yeah. lie, maybe. I'm so that's one thing I can remember from my childhood. I think. Um, that's the only thing I would say I don't like moving around. But let's move on a bit. Do you think our parents? Yeah, I didn't talk my own. No. Oh, oh, sorry, my Bele. Bele. Oh, Gao. Oh, Gao. I mean, I don't have much to say. It's very similar to what everyone's saying, really. So, um, did half here in you know London, did half in Nigeria. I was born in Nigeria and then came over here. So my mom actually left Nigeria earlier just so that she can come here and mm-hmm. I'd set up. So I was I wouldn't say stuck, but I mean a few years ago all of this came out anyway, because me and my my dad's niece, she came she came to live with us and I just felt like they were trying to replace the whole your mom is not here but your you know she's here she can help and stuff but i i never really felt that i didn't like it i rebelled you know and 
I didn't have anyone to speak to. So it was a thing where when we now ended up moving here, I was having issues relating to my mom because I just felt like, why would you leave me with this person? So I have, I have those kind of issues that that's one of the things that I don't like. And even to do with like my emotions sometimes when I come here, I had to like learn how to be around my mom again. And my parents are the kind of parents that they never really liked us to go to anyone's house. So mm-hmm. is it that you sit in your house, even if one day we went on holiday and my dad was like, okay, you can go. The next day he came to pick us. I was supposed to spend two weeks. He said, no, I'll come you back. I'm going to go and pick my children. So it's the thing where they don't like us traveling. So it's really hard. And even now I can definitely say that while living with my auntie, I know that I don't want my kids living with anybody but myself only because I've, I've kind of gone through that and I wouldn't want my kids going through it. I think that's just that's one so of it. I know that you guys feel like that. I know, but her be, mm, if I talk, mm. my dad doesn't like me talking about it. Because when I talk, I woman, that's skill. So you're telling me that you don't mind your kids living with other people, Vicky? Listen, I think, because I think maybe because I'm just, I've just been so used to it. Because I'm talking like from when I was like two, I, I went from, even though my mom and my godmother used to live on the same road, I was living with my godmother from like very mm. young. And mm-hmm. I probably didn't move back home for like five. And even then, every weekend, I'm at somebody's house. So I quite like that freedom and, you know, getting to know other people's families and, you know, mixing with mm-hmm. other people. Like literally every weekend, I was at someone's house. So I liked that. I was either at my grandma's or my cousins or aunties. Like there was a variety of people for us to go to. And I really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed that to the point where I'm just like, I'm happy for my child to go. Like, I want her to see other things. Obviously, you, you want to make sure it's a safe environment mm-hmm. and people yeah, that you want to trust. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but once you've considered all those factors, then why not? I, ah, I, go, please. I cannot come and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I also mm-hmm. from young like I feel like from like I was yeah well I think when I turned two I lived with my grandma and yeah. then I think I lived with my grandma from my like two to seven and then you know I moved around a lot but I would say the times with my grandma I those I would I don't I wouldn't mind those times right with my grandma but like then having to go to then my mom traveled because my mom used to travel a lot and then my grandma also came to England like and then I had to like go here and go there I felt like I, I was probably a sensitive child. So for mm. me, it was like, I want my parents, I want my family. Like, mm. I've seen kids playing with their, you know, don't get me like, I'm a people person. I've always been that. And I've always been like an independent child, like even as an adult. But it was like, I see them like relating with their parents. And I just didn't feel like it was my place. I didn't feel like I belonged there. I didn't feel like they were yeah. my family. So it doesn't matter if I was able to have fun, or if I was able to laugh and like enjoy mm-hmm. myself. I didn't feel like they were my family. It was. It took me a while mm-hmm. to feel like okay, cool, I'm at home with my family. It took me a while. So like you and Lima as well. When I started living with my mom, I had to get to know her all over again. We fought. We fought. Uh, we I still do. Yeah, mom. Uh, we still do. Yeah, mom, we fought. We don't agree on things. But, just because. Um, but I just yeah, I just wouldn't like subject my kids to it at all. Anyway, um, enough about children. Enough about kids who rotated the lots do you think <laughs> our parents adapted well to the western world because i would say yeah. most of our parents came here i mean we were all like te- at least okay um lola was born in england but the rest of us i would say we were at least like teenagers or maybe like between like young between 12 and 14 when we came here so at least i, I think it would count as did our parents adapt well to western world Mm. I think Lola, you'd like to hear your opinion because yeah, I think that um, for my pe- my experience, my parents, I would mm. say that um, I still, although I wasn't born in Nigeria, I mm. still feel, feel very connected to the Nigerian culture because of my parents' parenting styles, mm. like, and because they brought that culture into our home, mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't. Yeah, they came here when they were like early 20s. And then they just met each other in their 20s. But they didn't come here thinking, ah, I'm in England now. The H factor didn't start coming up higher. You know, they weren't like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to study in Queen's English. No, they didn't do any of that. They kept yeah, yeah. themselves how they were. And then yeah. obviously when they had their offspring, myself and my siblings, that culture has still been embedded. 
And then also, mm-hmm. I think as well, like I've grown up in very Nigerian churches as well. So mm-hmm. I learned Yoruba, a lot of the Yoruba that I've learned to understand and stuff, not only from my parents, but from church, being a Yoruba type of churches. Mm-hmm. So um, would I say that my parents probably act like what you'd say a traditional, typical Nigerian parents? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think so based on what I've heard, how the usual typical ones act mm-hmm. in terms of strictness, in terms of like maybe, you know, I'm an actress, I've never really, my parents haven't really ever been down my neck about, no, you must be a doctor, you must be a lawyer, you must be an engineer. No, they have a kind of adapted to that way of, all right, you know, you can be a creative. You know, not everybody is um, academic like that or mechanical mm-hmm. or like that. So in that sense, I'd say, yeah, they're, they're very open-minded, but they do still, still instill those kind of, you have to work hard, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to love God, you have to do all of these things that I feel has definitely, that's, that's the Nigerian-ness in them that they've instilled in me. But I wouldn't say that they are, like, completely backwards. Like, no, they are very yeah. current, you know. My mum will listen to Kojo Fonz and she'll listen to Wizkid and she will know, <laughs> like, the, the latest what's going on. But at the same yeah. time, she's not eating her pounded jam with fork and chopsticks. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she will still... Do you know what I'm Talk saying? To, so she knows. Yeah. yeah. She, do you understand what I'm trying yeah. to say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, Vicky? Yeah, no, I mean, um, I, I think it, it depends on how your parents have also been brought up as well. Because what I found was my mom, my mom's very open-minded. She's not your typical Nigerian mom. Like, obviously, she does the, like, normal stuff but she was very open-minded in the way that she I'm wearing it just people you know it's Thursday it's Thursday 8 yeah, o'clock that clapping that clapping I don't want to no let's yeah. clap for the NHS yeah. quickly any NHS listeners <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say my mom's okay thank what you, I say thank yeah. and mama any NHS say well clap, I love thank you, you. Clap, clap, clap. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, um, no, my mom, um, she's very open-minded in the way she's brought us up. So she's very westernized as well as Nigerian. Whereas my dad, on the other hand, whoo, like my dad's the kind of person that you'd be like, oh, what do you mean? And he would, he would take that in a rude, it would take that in a rude way. Or yeah, you, you, know, you just uh, you ask like simple question, and it would it would take it like, why are you questioning me? I'm your father yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And so that mentality really, like, it really affected our relationship because I just, well, I'm just, you know, why are you so, because of Rigid. I the question, you want to, <laughs> you want to die. <laughs> and, but um, I guess that's in the, that's the way that he... No, like... That's so I was that's the only that's the only thing that I'd say my dad was very like typical about. Like he's very he was very set in ways and he didn't really like change. Like my dad, I remember one time he was like, oh, every time I'm always at work, all these all you people are always smiling at me. I'm like, yeah, they're just being polite. And he's like, Yeah, well, it's fake. I'm like, well, that's not the point. The point is they're being polite, but he's just mm. like, Well, they have no reason to smile at me, so why are they smiling yeah. at me? <sighs> but anyway. That's my dad. <laughs> um, for me, I would say half and half. So sometimes I feel like they have adapted to the country, and sometimes I feel like they haven't really adapted to the country. Like my parents are very Nigerian, so even when we were talking in the house, one time my mom said, "Smarting by sorrow, you speak Yoruba back to me." There's no, we are not speaking English in this house again. But she, she got tired of the, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, you know, yeah. no, that's mm-hmm. not what I mean. And she hates you guys. Anytime I want to talk, I'll say, yeah, but you guys always, she'll be like, I don't want to you guys. I want you guys. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, sometimes I find it hard to express myself in the, because, you know, mm-hmm. the way we are now, we can speak English and Yoruba and mix it, and you just, like, it's, it's like you're just blending something, it's just, it's just working, and it's sweet in your body, but with my mom, she's just like, no, come down to my level and speak to me the way I want to be spoken to, so I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you calm down, I'm just trying to explain 
you know what I'm trying to say in the best way that I can I feel like you will understand but she mm. she's not she's not really there she's not she's not on it she will tell you to talk to her the way she wants to be talked to and if she doesn't like it she'll say you are rude <laughs> but as far as I'm concerned I'm just expressing how I feel but she'll say mm. you are rude mm. yeah. which is not the case yeah so they're very hung up on that whole you speak to me like we're in Nigeria don't say English in this house my brother, that one, Otija, mm-hmm. so he will tell you whatever he wants to tell you. Me, I'm even a little bit calm. I'll tell her, I will now explain it. I'll break it down for her. That one, either you accept it in English or you're bad. It doesn't even matter. Oh, my saucy learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say what I say. Done. What's she going to do? Nothing. Even when even things like going out, being social, like they are very hung up on the typical. You know, I don't know if you guys know this. Me, I like to power. I don't know. I not I not at this point, even if I'm like 20, God knows, if I had a husband house, she'd be telling me the same thing because they don't, ah. they just feel like the way Nigeria is, is the way we should be here. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard, it's hard. Mm. See, my mom on the other hand, yeah, her, my mother, my mother, Eric baby, me, my one and only. <laughs> my one and only Eric baby. Now, my mom is Okay, so the way she was brought up was because they were they 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 grew up in like a fairly wealthy home. So then they had a big family. So they didn't really feel the need to like go mm-hmm. out and like when they were young, they didn't really like they had enough people to play with in the house. So I think when I was when I eventually lived with my mom, she kind of did the same thing with you know you can just play in the house. You don't even need to go mm-hmm. to cinema or you don't need to go to eh, play outside and carry a bike and all that. Like we didn't, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I would say. Apart from that, my mom, I would say she adapted very well, very nicely to Western world. Mm. Um, and I think I didn't see it with me growing up, but with my sisters, I can see it with my sisters, with my little sisters. I see it because there's a, my, my, the one after me, she's, she's 19. And when I was 19, like, if I was going to go out, as my, I would have automatic bad times to live. Like, if I was going out next week, I'd have told my mom to Hey, 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 I mean, I'm going out too. This is what I'm going with. This is what I'm going with. Oh, my sister. She doesn't rock up like, Mom, I'm going now. Mom, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom will be like, oh, okay, oh, a kilo, like, I don't know. Uh, uh, what time are you going to be back? You know, be careful and all that. And in terms of the career wise, one thing my mom never did was force anything on us. Like, you know, I it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. And mm. I was going to do. When I said I was going to do law, my mom was like, okay, I'm with you. When I said I didn't want to do law anymore, okay, what's next? Do you get Like, my mom was, she's, she's not a type of, because I've heard a lot about strict parenting as well, where, you know, if you're not a lawyer, if you're not a doctor, if you're not an engineer, if you're not, what's the other one? Accountant. That's it. Any other thing is, is, is a no. You can't do it. It, it, means, it means you don't have a future. You know, my mom wasn't like that. My mom was anything you want to do. Even if you want to be a creative, you want to be an actress, if you want to be whatever you want to do, that's it. As long as you're putting in the work, as long yeah. as you know yeah. what you need succeed in there as long as you know that this thing no okay maybe you can fail and fall down but you know you have to get back up and dust yourself and yeah. back again mm-hmm. and i would say in terms of the way we reason me and my mom like i call my mom i call my mom by her name sometimes like we we're cool like that do you get like we can talk like that i'll call her by her name we'll joke around i'll tell her she say something i'll say i didn't bring you up like this why are you talking like this like we'll talk like that and one thing I really love about my mom is when it comes to conflict, we handle it very well. Like, I can mm. tell my mom, mom, you've upset me. I don't like the way you've spoken to me. And, you know, and she would apologize. She'd be like, okay, you know what? Mad be no. That's not how I meant it. Mm-hmm. This is what I meant. And even me, I'd be like, okay, mommy, it might be no That's not what I meant to say. I'm sorry. So I would say my mom was definitely adapted. And the way she speaks to my little sister as well, my baby sister is 13. If you see the way her mom talk, you think you think they're the same age. That would be like, mommy, no, I don't like you tell me they will have arguments. Like I see they're talking like adults. And I know that when I was that age, there's no way. No <laughs> way. <laughs> be a what kind of chest do you want to carry? Fast, but I'll hey. be sitting at my mm-hmm. and I'll be acting like me and my mommy are the same age and we can be nah, like 
when I was growing up, it wasn't like that. But I see the fact that I paved the way. I would say a lot of us, yeah. a lot of yeah. our first, yeah. we're all crafts actually. We're all yeah. exactly. Yeah. I would say, I would say we all paved the way for our younger ones because mm-hmm. our parents had practice. They had practice with us. They had time to just ease into the whole parenting thing in the Western world, yeah. and then with our siblings, they did better and they were more linear. They weren't as who you think you're talking to. Even though once in a while they still say, I want one you guys. I know something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of I, course. I, I, I don't even know everyone's mom did that or everyone's parents. Ah. I thought it was just yeah, my they own. All do. They yeah. all do. Like, who is you guys? Speak to me, speak to me in English. Yeah. Oh, speak to me, Yoruba. What are you saying? Show your mouth. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Apart from Sorry. that, I would say my mom is definitely like, um, I would say she definitely like, you know, adapted well to the Western world. Mm. And, you know, um, what happened? You say, hmm. Nothing. Do you know what I think? No, I think I that, s- um, I, see, I, I, I think, said, I said, hmm. Can you hear me? <laughs> I think when I, when I, when I think about it, I think that, um, a, a potential factor could be what brings them to the Western world. Because mm. for example, like mm. my mom specifically came here to study. So, so both my parents. So I think, if you think about going back to when you were like going about to go into uni, that's another milestone of your life. You're excited for that. Like, I don't know about you, but you're like, you're excited. Oh, I'm going to be a big girl and I'm going to be living on campus. Da, 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 da. So I feel like that with where their mind was at that time, they were kind of already just to look, this is going to be a new world for me. I'm going abroad mm-hmm. to study, you know? So I don't think that my parents didn't really come here as like, oh, let me just go to this London. Let me see if I can find a job or whatever. Like that. I didn't even come here mm. like that. I think it would have been very different if it was like a forced thing. Like there's nothing for me to do in Nigeria. I need money. Yeah. And one auntie has now said that they've got opportunity for me in London. And I'm just going to go and see what happens. I think mm. that actually could be very different. But I think because yeah. they came here with an already agenda at that age, if you think back to mm. when you're young, you kind of have that excitement element. You're kind of gearing up for this new change. So... That's, yeah. that's what I think probably was a big impact as to why they kind of settled here well and adapted well, because they were kind of gearing up for this new life anyway. They didn't really mm-hmm. have a mentality. Well, their position at the time wasn't, I'm just going to be doing one year in London, one year in Nigeria, one year in London. For them, it was like, mm. I'm coming to study. I want a better life. Mm. Then later on in life, then they do the back and forth. But it wasn't in mm. their, their vision at that particular time to be stepping in and out. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes that sense. Makes I never actually thought of it like that. Yeah. Um, neither did I actually. I think because, like you mm. said, Lola, they already had like they had a plan, and they knew that okay, we're coming here to do this, and like, yeah, and we, it's going to be a different world from where we're coming from. We kind of need to like you know, um, try to adapt, try to mm. um, you know, try to do the things, do things the way the Romans do, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess that does make sense. I didn't think of it like that. Mm. Um. Hmm, okay, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, go. Question time. Yeah, go. So Vicky actually has a little baby girl, a little cutie baby girl. She's so born. Cute. So, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> well, we think she's cute. Okay. Huh. She is. She is. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't even front. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Resemble. You usually resemble because we know you were stubborn as a child, so you I can't know. even complain. Just take it I and know. tell God. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. What was your question? Are you guys going to beat your children, sis? Do you think you? I'm going to let you guys children? answer. Hmm. <laughs> should we? Should we go back to the testing audio? When we had to do our test, <clears throat> when somebody was enforcing their power. No, I think, no. For me personally, I just, I think that it's not something I want to go into parenting thinking, well, I'm going to beat you. I don't think, I think that's just like a really crazy psychotic way of thinking. You know, I don't, I won't premeditate that beat because I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to start warming up my hands now. Like, why? Yeah. I think that there's definitely other ways. Like, this one is for uh, Junior. Hey, this one is. Mm, this one? This one, Kule. I'm ready for you. Uh, no. You're ready? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think I will do that because, to be honest with you, as I said, 
I've got very, very vivid, vivid memories of when my, my parents were ever physical for me. And I think maybe like twice in my whole 28 years of life, do you know what I'm saying? And I, I came out pretty okay. Um, I definitely think that being in a Western world as well, us as whether you want to say second generation or first generation, we're a lot more educated. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. We've got good examples of what parenting looks like. I don't think that we have to inflict violence to get your um, point across. Points across, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into parenting with that mentality, no. Um, well, mm, see, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> That's a good worry. Let's my pot, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is... You're really anticipating the way that your kids are going to do it for you. So you tell you something. Let me tell you something. What's this? Let, let me tell you something. You see, yeah, because of the kind of person that I am, I already know that my kids mm, want, 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 mm-mm. They are going to be uh, uh, just Energetic. Like Energetic. Yes. And I think looking at, I think if I look at how my, I, I feel like when my mom looks at me sometimes, she thinks, I'm I'm stubborn. I'm a bit I'm a little bit wild. And I don't think I am, by the way, but okay, maybe a little bit stubborn. But <laughs> but the point is, if I if if I if I was to look at the kind of child I would have, the ma- chances are they're gonna have some of my, you know, stuff, which would include my stubbornness, maybe. So as as the as the kind of, I mean, like you said, if, maybe twice or so they beat you and you came out all right they beat me more than twice they beat me plenty times and i still came out all right but <laughs> obviously the aim is not to beat your child to say that your child is scared of you i would like to have yeah. you know a conversation with because i don't even like i don't like like being talked down at or anything like that so i think the best approach would probably be try to make sense and try mm-hmm. to understand and try to communicate however Oh, God, you got you, Maru. Yes, That is why I said we're a lovely pot, Miri. I mean, we can talk and have a conversation, but yeah. if you want to say that you will not give your mother rest, you mm. will not rest. Mm. You have to no, give you not rest. I, for me, so like I said, you know, they didn't really beat me like that when I was young. So, and, mm. you know, I would say I'm a parent already. I have three little sisters. Yeah. Run them up to a certain extent, and I hardly put mm-hmm. my hands up. Like I can count maybe one time that my sister and I got into a fight or whatever, like an actual, you know. But when they were young, we never. I didn't smack them, so I guess I can kind of use them to predict how I would be as a mother. And the one after me, that one, ah, eh, oh, I had it so hard. It's not easy. <laughs> no, but that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's so stubborn. So, like, even so, dealing with her and not like beating the living daylight out of her, I know that, okay, whatever God tries me with my own kids, it's, it's likely that I would really hate them. Also, I don't feel, also, I feel like, you know, you can speak to kids. You can, kids understand you. They do understand. Mm. They're, smart. They're very, very smart. You can talk to them and be like, okay, uh, don't go there, sit there. And, you know, kids will test you. Though. That's something I've learned. They will test you. Mm-hmm. Test you. That's what. They will test them. They want to see. Okay, can I? What can I get away with? What can I not get away with? And yeah. if you let them get away with things, they'll continue doing it. But the things that you're like, okay, no, you can't do that, and you stand with them. They won't do it. So I feel like mm. for me, it'd be more like you know, um, camera is moving. For me, it'd be more like you know, um, speaking to them, trying to understand them. But then, like we all said, once in a while, you know, you might just have to just. I can't fool any laddie. Just get one, two, just one, two. That's one, two. You know what I'm saying? What? We're not going to not anticipate that. Oh, I've got the koboku. I've got this. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. no, no, no. Because in this country is not even allowed. Yeah, no, but the next one, okay, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. Okay, even though it's not allowed, it a lot of our mates. <laughs> Ricky, she's just like. Even though it's not allowed, a lot of our mates. <laughs> a lot of our mates are listening. I've heard stories <laughs> where their mom will beat them. Their mom will beat them. They will now say, okay, collect phone, call social services. Yeah, I've heard yeah. Mm-hmm. They do on Twitter a lot, and literally, I feel like it was like a few months ago, or like a month ago, where they're actually discussing: Would you smack your kids or not? Because this boy, um, I think he um, oh, he took exam. His mother, mm. his father, paid for I think twenty grand. Um, 20 oh yeah, grand. and then the, the father slapped him. 
Yeah, it didn't even slap him. Like you people are talking that about doing too much. Which slap did What did he ah, slap? No, that was too what much. What did he slap? Tell me what ah. he slapped. But ah. you know what? Do you know what? You know As what? a mother, I am your tear leg back. Sorry. No, 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 you no. Know what? Too much. Yeah, yeah. I felt that I slap. felt it in my chest. I'm like, <laughs> I no. think you need to remember, yeah, that as we grow up, more and more things carry us. And mm. I saw that video you talk about. And that, that guy, that boy in the video, it's not like he was five or six or seven. He was at yeah. an age where he would carry that. Like, and mm. then you it manifests itself. Look, trust me, we'll be here till tomorrow, but a lot of these things happen, especially in men. If they that's start like, feeling degraded, sorry, they feel sorry, belittled. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's why therapists are cashing that, darling. This is I'm it. It really, it really does manifest itself. And us, especially as um, um, Nigerian women, I don't know if we all kind of want like partners from our same background or whichever, but a lot of the time, like a lot of men especially, I'd say, they have a lot of trauma. And mm. when you peel they back do. those layers, a lot mm. of it comes from home. A lot of it comes from, my dad used to beat me, this, that, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to now settle with another damaged guy. I have to now be a therapist and girlfriend. It's really long. So it's like, if you can just spare that hand for a minute to just sit mm-hmm. down and talk to your child, it mm-hmm. actually helps breeding better men for us. I, they I carry agree. that. They carry I that. I agree with you because I've had conversations with men and about, you know, smacking your kids and stuff. And they're like, yeah, mm. yeah, I'm going to smack Because my dad did that to me. Yeah. And I came out I, all right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to smack my dad. I know. You know what? This, I say this lightly, but you just use intelligence. Our, our listeners, just use intelligence to understand what I'm saying. Now, please, because feminists don't come to me. Just relax. Just listen. <laughs> I definitely feel, I just have to, please. I definitely feel though there's a power in a man's hand that's different to a woman's hand. Mm. A lot of men sometimes when they beat their children, they beat with from a place of rage. Mm. Like it's like they're beating, like they're beat, like fighting man them. Do you understand? Yeah. And I feel yeah. like not to say that mothers can't do that too, mm. but I do feel from what I've seen there is a level of just get out of here. The jade law, like just go. Whereas yeah. the men will off the belt, get the apparatus, get the disc. Let, get me, not, like let me not lie, that is actually scary, you know. That is, is this scary. is what I'm saying. When it's when a man is, if, if, if a man, that. yeah, if a man starts to inflict manly rage, that yeah. testosterone is built up. It's, it it affects the child, and a it lot does. of the cases, unfortunately, it's be, not beating the little light snap. It's rage. They mm-hmm. don't know how to t- manage their levels, and we know that it's not damage. We have trauma. Sometimes we that they beat. Do you get like even as I wouldn't get me in? I let me not lie. Like, man, one of the things I invested in last year was therapy, and I swear mm. to god, I think we're only therapy, especially yeah, first firstborn daughters. We carry this like um this um savior complex on our shoulders that I feel like we need Honestly. to do that I feel like from my childhood, one of the things that kind of carried, you know, as you know, followed us into adulthood. But I do want to hear um Vicky's take on it because she's 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 dying. She a mama. She a mama. Do you know what? We ready. We ready. I'm not gonna lie. In a like, I try to chop to these slaps here and there because these kids will test you. <laughs> no, do you know what? I'm. I'm. When I before I had um a tarot, like I really thought I was gonna be like the sh- most strictest parent ever. Like I thought, nah, I'm gonna beat this child to death. Okay, not literally, but yes. Um, yeah, we get. <laughs> let's use common sense. Use common sense to listen, please. Use common sense to common listen. Sense. But um, no, like I remember even with my younger brothers, like oh my god, he said I like me and Omarugu, we were best friends. Like I would come mm. out with chasing them down the road but honestly <laughs> when you go through labor yeah <laughs> it brings a whole new perspective because <laughs> i'm like do i really want to beat this child that i was pushed out for like how many hours but mm-hmm. um sometimes it does get to a point where sometimes i'm just like now nah, you're re- you you know what you're doing and you're yeah. just testing me and she now i know what she's doing she knows what she's doing because she will go and do something that she knows she's not supposed she to will look at you she will look at you and she will laugh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then she will do it a child after my she own do heart it. Hey, she, needs a, she, needs a small like she needs a small one we know people she's like small. them mm. So she, sometimes you have to like and you know I, i'm a really firm believer in you know not um 
What's the spare even in the Bible it says, you know, spare the child. Yeah. Like so, you know, better them with one hand, but use the other hand to bring them closer. And mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing that I really believe. So I've even, got an away. So even now, like, even when she does something wrong, I know she's only one, but I still like when I do, if I do have to smack her and I do smack her, I do, you know, come back and, you know, baby, do you understand? Obviously she doesn't understand these big words, but that's very naughty. Don't do it again, you know, and then she has ice cream here and there. So, so <laughs> you beat them. Like, and, but sometimes you, you also have to be very strict to them. Like I remember there was one time she literally pulled the flooring off the wall and I just thought, ah, what are you doing? Because why? <laughs> like I, I had to just, and the thing is, she's been doing it. She, we've told, we've told her off over and over again about it, and then she eventually she went back again and literally pulled it off. So it's it like was curiosity. Like, hey, it's like curiosity. So smack, time out, and since then she's never done it again. So it goes to show that they know what they're doing. And sometimes, yeah, I'm not saying beating is the greatest. Obviously, mm. you know, give the warnings here and there, you know, make sure that you've actually exhausted all your options before that's your final, you know, way also, of I don't, think, I don't think what you're doing, but I don't think it's beating. I think it's more smacking. There's a difference. Yeah. Yes. Oh, ah, yeah there's yeah, a yeah. difference. Yeah. So, there's a difference. Yeah. People, please, don't let, it, don't let it get mixed up. There's a difference between smacking and beating somebody. Toban, no, don't be a bastard. See on Lara. Hey, that's hey, the one that I'm saying. That's the one I'm saying elevates a lot from the men. It elevates, mm. it gets there. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's scary. Like, for example, that there's been times where I've been in situations where a child's misbehaved in front of the mum. The mum has tried to discipline the child. The dad comes in and he just goes zero to 100. Then the mum even begs the, 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 the dad, like, mm, yes. do you know what I'm saying? And you just feel like, oh my God, because that charge, that rage, and it's just like... It's so, tra- it's so traumatic. Yeah. And also mm. as well, like, I just want to say, I've, as I've got older, I've noticed that like, this thing of, do you want me to call your dad? And then the child just turns into a soldier. Yeah. Like this... Fall like, in line. Yeah, they just fall in line. Like, I'll call your dad. And I'm like, where does that stem from? Like, is it, is it what? Because you know that your dad's got a firmer hand. Like, why don't you listen to your mum? When she says, I'll call your dad, you just... What's it for me? My mum. My, oh, was your mum? My your dad mom? touched me, like, once. If that ever says, I'm it to your mum, please, I'm running away from home. The last time my mum beat me, I ran away from home in my pyjamas. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't funny. She came to pick me up from the bus stop in her pyjamas. It was not funny. Like, mm. it, she beat me naked. And also, move your clothes. Does anyone remember this thing? When you cry too much, they tell you if you don't shut your oh. mouth, I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. Ah. But that, but that cry when you sleep, that's that sleep is sweet. Oh, that's the sweetest. Ooh. That sleep is sweet. Ah. And you wake up straight. You wake up all fucking. What is what is so mad? Like you went reformatted. Like you went to the brain got reset. So I actually I believe in um there's this thing it's a it's a new thing I started so um when you tender justice with mercy so the mm-hmm. my dad job don't when you tender justice with mercy, with mercy. Mm-hmm. so share why you know calm down and say ah let me tell you what happened with my auntie one time. That my auntie that I used to live with, she used to beat me. And I was like, okay, you're not my mom. She used to beat me. Let me tell you what I did. The day she was, she said, we said we should stood down. We are doing, um, oh boy, you know, they're jumping, jumping, jumping frog. I'm a jump. Jump. Ah, and this auntie was looking at me with a cane. She was looking at me. I said, eh? I did it again. And, and I was like, ah, wait, though. This auntie, she's enjoying this, my, this is my punishment, though. I did it one. I did it two. I've done, like, like 20. I was like, eh. I just started doing Face. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the last one I did, I said, eh. Ah. I was so funny. 
she started jumping. I said, so you can't jump. <laughs> that was the last time she that was the last time she told me to do that sleep punishment. So I'm thinking, why? Why would you do that? So after yeah. that, she said she said, okay, whenever I want to beat her, I do it small. <laughs> when I want to discipline, it's mm. small. Come along, come along, come on, come on. Exactly. Come on, come on. She started carrying me like this. Come on, pour water on my head. I was like, eh, I'm okay. Mm. She need to try it again, please. So you have to tend that with mercy, or else. You know, these these children. We have yeah. many people in this country that they've beaten someone's child and they yeah. ended up somewhere they didn't want to be. No. Mm-hmm. So you remember that case of um, yeah, we definitely have to be there careful. was a girl that that girl, um, I think her name's Victoria. Yeah. But that was different because they were abusing her. They thought she was a witch. They tied her up, they yeah. abused her, they starved her, they burnt her. I don't even remember this. Different that was just another story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. Situation. Like, you know, I think her parents it's like it's like the way like you know you It wasn't her her. parents, was it? It was like family friend. Her parents sent her to go live with somebody. So it's like her the way our parents sent her to go live with people. And they maltreated and they basically like mistreated her. Maltreated her. Very big story. How old how old was this person? I think she was five. Oh, yeah. is it that um Victoria Congolese um Klimbe, yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah I heard I heard about that yeah. Mm. yeah no that was too much the girl suffered though yes no nothing no. like you just have to be, have to be careful the people yeah. yeah um very careful okay um right so we mentioned trauma and that like I'm really glad that came up because I think even some people that were smart some that weren't smart some that were never laid hands on we also have trauma and yeah. what I want to ask you guys is, how do you feel about therapy as an African? I'm doing mm. it. I'm currently um, doing therapy. Been there, done that. I will. I will continue to because I feel like it's really, really helped me. Also, I feel like I'm in love with psychology. I feel like it's the best thing ever known to man. Yeah. You know, so I will go to therapy. However, my parents, they, oh, this is so, this is so weird because. I remember they wanted, my mom kept trying to ask me what I was talking about in therapy. And I was just like, that's my safe space. I'm not telling you. And then one day, <laughs> her and my dad tried to tap team me. And they were like, so, you got to show you a long room for stranger. And I'm like, that's my personal space. It's no one's business. I'm not telling you. So yeah. they get a bit edgy, like, oh, yeah. You know, something yeah. that's, you know, as in our family stuff, you are going to tell someone you don't know somewhere. Yeah. But it's not that, it's, it's for me. And for me to, you know, be in a place where my mental health is on top. But mm-hmm. they don't see it like that. And it kind of hurts. But eventually, because yeah. I didn't let that stop me. It's even Corona that even stopped me from going for my second round. Like, oh, I didn't mind on the phone. <laughs> I didn't want to do it on the phone because I didn't want people in... Oh, yeah, in the house. Yeah. Okay, related, so I just... Lola, what are you? I think for me, I haven't personally ever seen a therapist. However, I am very, very for, um, I'm very, very pro mental health. I'm very, Mm. very pro um, self-awareness, understanding yourself. I kind of naturally adopt, I wouldn't say I'm a therapist, don't get me wrong, but in my friendship circle, I tend to be that voice of reason. I tend to be that person that someone wants to come to and get advice from and stuff like that. Mm. And when you kind of been naturally gifted like that, I take it upon myself to do research and to kind of not think so rational, like try and understand, okay, that person may, be, may have done this because this is where they may have been, you know, mm-hmm. instead of being so easily kind of touchy or so easily offended, I try and have a lot more empathy and a lot, I like slow things down a little bit more. And as mm. for myself as well, um, the industry that I'm in as well, it does take a toll on your mental health. Like it does, you know your confidence sometimes and stuff like that so for so me personally i am very big on you know understanding your personality type understanding your attachment style attachment theory all these kind of um studies that have been done on psychological health i educate myself on it so i can be a better friend better person better mm-hmm. partner you know that kind of thing so definitely i'm here for therapy 100 percent perfect um i like that um personally i am definitely pro therapy i i did i started therapy last year and and i had my quarter life crisis last year so therapy was definitely and i i would always 
always recommend therapy for everybody. Like I would say, even if you feel like there's nothing for you to talk, like even if mm-hmm. you feel like, yeah, it's cool. It doesn't matter. Like try it. There will always be something you learn about yourself. I feel like some yeah. of us are naturally, some of us are self-aware. I would say I'm very self-aware. I would say I'm yeah. surrounded by people mm-hmm. who are really self-aware. Well, not everybody is suffering. So, like, yeah. therapy is yeah. something that could get you. That point where you actually question, okay, this has happened. I've done this. Why have I done this? Or why has this happened to me? Or why yeah. did why was this mm-hmm. my why was this my reaction? Or why did this thing trigger me? Like, I feel yeah. like it's something you should always like reflect on your action, reflect on you know experiences. And therapy is definitely um it's something I would always recommend. I feel like we need to talk mm-hmm. about it more in our community. I feel like a leader, like I said, some parents. Some parents are like, oh, so you want to carry our business and go and carry somebody else. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, my mom is like that. My mom is kind of like in the mental health industry and social care. So she's very like pro. Before I even decided to go to therapy, my mom suggested I go to therapy. Like She was like, ah, maybe you should go to therapy. Like There was some, I can't remember what happened. I think we're talking about memory. And I was like, I don't remember that ever happening. And my mom was like, I can't remember. Like you were at that age mm-hmm. where you should remember. So clearly yeah. maybe something happened. Maybe you repressed it. I think you should go to therapy. I think you should speak to somebody. So you can try to like, you know, recall some repressed memory. And yeah. like I said, my mom is not like a typical obviously she's Nigerian, of course. But she's not like a typical <laughs> Nigerian. Yeah. Like, most, most Nigerian parents would be like, ah, so you want to not carry your business. You want to go and talk to somebody. Not only are you carrying no. your business to somebody, pay somebody to <laughs> pay somebody to carry your business. <laughs> well you can tell your parents. You can tell me your mother. You can share, oh they suffer me, you don't suffer on me. Nah. I mean, yeah, if you move, yeah, you can talk to me. Like, you know, that kind yeah. of But um, I'm definitely pro therapy. I think mm-hmm. we need to provide more um in our community. I think we need to definitely like destigmatize it. I don't know if that's a word. Yeah. Because there's a stigma that comes with mental health. There's a stigma that just that's just you know that wraps up it's wrapped up in this type of stigma that stigma and i think we need to um work to kind of just like you know destigmatize it and just be like you know what guys it's fine it's okay you can talk to somebody and there's a website that i use that has like a um like a list of um black therapists i'm definitely going to share that for anyone who you know who wants it hey let me let me make you people laugh so yesterday this girl she tweeted she goes oh i'm seeing therapy my therapy is a black person if anybody would like to um would like the website that i use dm me so plenty of people were not dming her please can i have please 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 my point is why are you asking people to dm me why don't you just post it just put it out like mm. are you a gatekeeper <laughs> like for me that was actually quite weird so i would definitely share it um no i'm I'm definitely pro um, therapy. Like I, um, the last few years of my life have been extra dramatic. So it's definitely helped. Of course I have, you know, a good support network and my mom, like I said, she's not your typical Nigerian mom. So even though I was able to talk to her, I wasn't, I also, I still felt like I needed someone that was unbiased, someone that would understand what I was coming from. Yeah. and not you know be biased by culture religion or anything like that like i just needed someone that was not in the picture and mm-hmm. um you know my this is black as well luckily for me and you know she's amazing and when i started therapy i thought oh you know i just wanted it for myself and whatever and but you know it's it went from just me doing therapy by myself to you know couples therapy so it, it just goes to this this way as I feel like as um, Africans, we're exposed to so much trauma that we don't even realize that it's actually trauma. Like mm-hmm. we take, we look at it like it's a normal, normal. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I remember my first few sessions, I was literally like on the phone crying every day. I was just thinking, why is, why is this woman making me cry? Like this little thing that we're just talking like about. Six seconds to cry. I had up to my tears, man. Like, every little question, I would just be crying, crying, crying. But it goes to show you like okay. how much things that I didn't think of was traumatic. Internalized. Actually, are. yeah. Go from what you said, Jen. Final question to wrap up. Will you guys recommend therapy to your parents, or would you ever do therapy with your parents? Yeah, I once suggested I it to I my therapist. I actually, me and my dad need it. <laughs> what about you, Lima? Would you do that? Sorry. Go on, Lima. Yeah. Lala, go first. (laughs) You go first, you go first, you go first. I think that I would recommend therapy to anyone. Mm -hmm. And my parents aren't an exception. 
not because anything extent they don't show any kind of external trauma in their behavior mm-hmm. but I think that as you know my parents are 50 50 years plus 50 plus and I think that it would be healthy for them as individuals to go backwards a bit and just kind of yeah. go through and just see if there's anything there that they may need to talk about and who knows it could help them maybe become better partners better lovers better mm-hmm. parents you know but um yeah I don't I don't think that um anyone is too perfect for therapy so yeah I'd, I'd recommend it why not Aliva yeah I was just gonna say that um I I did suggest because I felt like me and my parents were having a little, a little bit of a back and forth and we were kind of being stuck somewhere and I wasn't really being understood so I did actually suggest to my therapist if my mom could come to my sessions mm-hmm. just to kind of okay. see and just have that neutral but my therapist said no for my mom to actually go to therapy only because I also feel like she as a child has some some things that she's held on to onto that a lot of our parents need therapy especially immigrant parents especially parents that's had a hard tough life you know Mm. um they need they do need that therapy again a lot of it does manifest in their behavior their attitude their resistance Mm. a lot to change their resistance to things and a lot of the time they resist because of fear because they don't know it they don't understand it so a lot of them a lot of the time they're resistant to it um just very quickly, I have a very good friend whose mum has had a lot of trauma in her life and it's affected their uh, motherly daughter relationship. Mm. So me kind of being the voice of reason, trying to remind my friend, like, look, I don't think your mum doesn't hate you. Let's not go that far. Remember, yeah, your mum, take take the fact that she's, out, she's your mum out of the equation. Look at her as a woman. Mm. She's gone through this, she's gone through that, she's gone through this, she's gone through that. She's had traumatic experiences. Remove the fact, remove the title as a mom. Mm. How would you, how would you expect this woman to behave? And she all, her rage always goes back down. Mm. Like literally when you just take it out of that context. So it's I like, think that one thing as well is a lot of us forget that our parents um, also had a life before us. Yeah. Or, um, or our parents also had, um, you know, situations they're dealing with. I think we forget that our parents are actual Humans, you know, like we have feelings, and you know they they feel. It's important for our parents to show us that, though, because as children, it is easy for you to forget that if they're just always so hard and stern, they don't smile. You come into the house, you're on eggshells, you know, they don't ever show you like affection or just normal. Like you, you don't mm-hmm. even know whether you should greet your parents. You don't even know what to do because they just act like robots, like soldiers. Yeah. So it's yeah. hard to kind of relate on that level. Whereas you know, some parents are a bit more open. And that's not yeah. it's important to be that. Yeah. I think for me, I would definitely like I feel I feel like I don't even need to recommend therapy to my mom. Like we've talked about it several times and she's definitely like pro therapy. So I know she would go to therapy anyway. She's actually talking about actually you know, you know, doing ter- therapy for herself. So I think I wouldn't have to like um what you call it? Convince you her. Know, convince her. But I think I would like to do therapy with just my mom and I. Like, just like, we have, like, a great relationship anyway. But I feel like it definitely could be better. And I feel like there were certain things from, you know, that needs to be addressed anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I would definitely... I would go to therapy with my mom, definitely. Um, just to wrap up. <clears throat> to wrap up. Vicky, I want you to... <laughs> I want you to give us a tip. Or just to give our audience a tip on being a new parent. And oh, God. I think the biggest thing for me would be literally asking for help when you need it. And okay. Don't be shy. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that would be my tip. Nice. Okay. And just to wrap up, ladies, one thing that you would not change from your childhood. Don't dilly-dally, don't waffle. Don't, don't come and bake waffle over here. Just one thing from your childhood that you would not change. Go. Ah, uh-uh. hey, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I mean, uh, let someone go first. Maybe the beating it made me a better liar. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I can't. I cannot. I cannot begin to can. <laughs> I simply cannot. Oh. <laughs> 
I one Surely. thing I won't change is my aunties and uncles giving me ten pound every time they come to my house. Amen. Wow. My mom taking it from me and telling me that she's keeping it for me. I will keep it. Let me just keep that memory that that she that money's still in a bank account somewhere that she's gonna release on my wedding day. I'm just gonna keep that dream <laughs> that she's been saving for me, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna burst that bubble. Okay, Ali Moya. One thing you'll not change. I'm I'm kind of struggling, guys. You know. I, um. I, okay, so. I think oh, yeah, when I was younger, I said don't devalue. Yes, I'm going. I'm starting. Let me start. So, I had friends and family, and I think my relationship with each and every one of them probably got me through my childhood. Yeah. Uh, the ones I liked. So yeah, mm-hmm. that. Okay. What I wouldn't change from my childhood: my travels with my grandma. So I'm a grandma's child. My travels with my grandma. My grandma is. She's just my my sweetie, my sweetie pie. For me and my grandma, used to go everywhere. Like anywhere grandma goes, Shania goes. I was like, I am bad, go together. So I would never yeah. do that because out of all her grandchildren, and there's quite a few, I was the I'm the only one that lived with grandma. I'm the only one that relates to grandma on a certain level. Uh, anyway, guys, that that's it for today. <laughs> Don't forget, Rise and Bougie is on fortnightly Thursdays. Um, post on what well, on all platforms: Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, any podcast that you can think of. We're on it. Anchor, everything. We're on it. You can find us anywhere: uh, Android yeah. and iOS. So just subscribe, listen, tell a friend to tell a friend, share. This is the podcast where you can mm. quote switch. Don't forget that. Yes. <laughs> Champagne with Tamala. <laughs> pew pew. Alright. You know how you go. Bye. Bye. Bye girls. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>